It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is Live Mike, episode 43 today. That's pretty good. We've been talking over the past few segments about the Equal Rights Amendment. We're spending more time on this topic, honestly, than we spend on most topics. But I'm going to tell you why. It is important, regardless of what side of the issue you fall. In the last segment, we spoke with Kelly Jones, co-chair of the Utah ERA Coalition. She very much in favor of ratification of the Equal Rights Amendment here in the state of Utah and ultimately amending the Constitution. On the other side of that issue, we're going to speak with uh, Gail Rizika in just a moment. So set all that aside. Regardless of where you stand on this, the question is very profound. Uh, It is Do we need to change the Constitution of the United States? Do we need to alter and amend the supreme law of the land? And again, without regard to where you stand on this issue, it does demand and deserve uh, our very careful consideration. And these uh, deliberations and considerations in this debate has played out uh, since... Years and years and years ago, it was passed by Congress, the the resolution, in 1972, where the debate started well before that, and it continues today. So to get uh, the other side of this issue, we have invited onto the program Gail Rizika, president of the Utah Eagle Forum. Uh, Ms. Rizika, I am grateful to you for your time. I'm grateful to you for joining us on the program today. I am just happy to be here. Now, let me ask you, this morning in the House of Representatives, there was a debate uh, and ultimately a vote regarding the removal of the deadline for ratification of the ERA. Two of Utah's House members, uh, Curtis and McAdams, voted yay, uh, and then nay votes came from uh, Bishop and Stewart. Let me ask you, how would you have advised uh, your congressman to have voted today? Well, actually, I did talk to them and uh, expected Ben McAdams to uh, vote as he did. We had hoped that John Curtis uh, would would not vote, <laughs> would, would, would have voted no, and we were very disappointed that he voted yes on that. But I think part of it is a, a, a time to sit down and, and discuss some of this stuff with him. Most of it was just back and forth with texting and, and a little bit of conversation. Because, you know, when you can really sit down and explain to people what we're talking about, it changes everything. Because right here in the state of Utah, we have our own Equal Rights Amendment, and it's very carefully written. You know, the the, the proposed Equal Rights Amendment that we've been battling since 1972, and it is dead. It should be dead. And, and uh, you know, it, the, the people who know all agree that it's dead. But, you know, that Equal Rights Amendment says that equality of rights under the law shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or any state on account of sex. Ours says the rights of the citizens of the state of Utah to vote and to hold office shall not be denied or abridged on account of sex. Then it goes on to say both male and female citizens of the state shall enjoy equality in all civil and political and religious rights and privileges. So it's very carefully written. It doesn't, you know, say as, as does this proposed one coming from the federal from 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 Congress that you know that all people it makes them the same. It's saying, you know, that men and women are the same no matter what and 
it, it's just not the same as ours that spells it out and uh, allows for the differences. It says men and women are equal, but it also specifies that, you know, in these areas, because there are so many areas where we just aren't the same. Men and women aren't the same. And one of the interesting things is you, you see these polls that they have, and they'll say 70% of the people of Utah support the Equal Rights Amendment. And I always say, well, I thought it would be 100%. Where, what, where is the other 30? Because the questions are, do you support the Equal Rights Amendment that says uh, men and women are equal? Well, don't we all? Uh, right. so think men and women are equal? Yeah. So we wouldn't 100% say, yeah, I support anything that say men and women are equal. But you have to understand what that means. And the other thing, if you go to the sec- Section 2 of, of this proposed Equal Rights Amendment, it says the Congress shall have the power to enforce by appropriate legislation the provisions of this article. So this is a state's rights issue. If we were to pass this, we would have turned, first of all, our Equal Rights Amendment would no longer exist. It would be superseded by this one, which then turns the whole thing over to Congress. And any legislator that votes for this is voting to get rid of our state's rights. We, we like our Equal Rights Amendment that was written carefully and has worked so well for Utah. I mean, women in Utah enjoy wonderful things. It happened from the beginning. I mean, right now, we, you know, we have Christine M. Burkle, who, who is the, uh, uh, serving as the, Utah's first female brigadier uh, general of the Utah National Guard. Yeah. Or we have Rosie Riviera that we all, all know, who is the first female sheriff. Uh, in Utah, or we have out of the five, out of the nine other institutions of higher education, five women are presidents, yeah. and and we also have a woman who is currently serving as a state superintendent of uh, of public instruction, and we've had others before her. I mean, and, and if we could just go on down the list about uh, all these women who hold other leadership positions in the House and the Senate, uh, mayors and cities and counties, Becky Lockhart, who served as Speaker of the House, the first woman speaker, and Christine Durham, who was on the Supreme Court, and she was uh, for years, you know, sure. 10 years of that time, she was the Chief Justice, and we've had Orlene Walker as, as our Lieutenant Governor. So I think our Equal Rights Amendment that's, that's been there since 1895 is the right one. It's written correctly. And if states want to write their own Equal Rights Amendment across the nation, that's what they should do. We're speaking to we Gail Rizika, president admit. of the Utah Eagle Forum. Let me ask you this. Should this measure be passed? Should uh, l- Let's just say the planets line up for the proponents of the uh, ERA, and it does become an amendment to the U.S. Constitution. What does the landscape look like then? What are the consequences? What are the ramifications of its ultimate passage? Oh, there are several things, starting with, with the pro-life issue, starting with abortion. You know, since Roe versus Wade, and Roe versus Wade actually happened, uh, you know, just the year after this, this was proposed, um, and uh, since then, we have passed here in Utah and across the nation all kinds of pro-life pieces of legislation. We have, we've actually been able to get a lot of it under control, and right now there's a lot of very great laws headed to the Supreme Court. Well, if this were to pass, all of these, these would go away, because if men and women are exactly the same, then men don't have to have babies, so women don't have to have babies. Babies would have absolutely no protection. So that's one of the things that we are really, really concerned about. But also, there's certain things that happen in the workplace that uh, that have accommodations for women, sometimes because they're pregnant, or they, they can't do some of the heavy manual work. Uh, Social Security benefits, you know, we've worked years ago 
go to get Social Security benefits for women who stay at home and take care of their children so that they could share in their husband's Social Security, have their own Social Security just for staying home, because that's a choice we like to make, some of us. And that would, you know, we'd lose that. And and what about the military? What what about the draft? Right now, women are exempt. Girls don't have to to, uh, register when they turn 18. We've always honored the fact that women are different. Yep. And shouldn't have to be forced to fight on the front lines. They can join to, the military if they want to. But I, they I hate to I hate forced. to jump in while, while you're making all these points, but uh, but our time has come to an end. We've been speaking to Gail Rizika, president of the Utah Eagle Forum, and this conversation uh, will wrap up our coverage of this issue today: the Equal Rights Amendment. Uh, Ms. Rizika, I'm grateful to you for your time. Uh, I'm grateful to you for the attention you're paying to this issue. Up on Utah's uh, Capitol Hill, uh, there is potential to ratify the ERA right now, and in Washington on the floor of the House of Representatives, uh, they just today passed a measure which would undo the deadline, which has long since come and gone, uh, in the view of some, allowing for the passage now of the ERA. We'll see what the Senate does and if the president ever gets his hands on it. Ultimately, this is, ultimately, regardless of what happens, this will someday end up in the Supreme Court. So that's that. In our next segment, we're going to be talking about backlog. What kind of backlog? Maintenance backlog at our national parks. There are some disasters. There are some broken things that need fixing. We're going to dig into that next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.